Welcome to Medified, a podcast about web dev and tech news that piqued my interest. I'm your host, Richard, and I'm looking forward to this episode. Only three months went by, and we are back with another update for React Native version 0.69. In this announced version, we will look into default support for React 18 and bundled JavaScript engine Hermes. React 18 was officially released in March, and we are already getting support for it in React Native. Besides small improvements like the new use ID and using external store hooks, we can expect new concurrency features such as use transition or suspense. But as it is with a lot of cool things, there is always a catch. This time around, we are getting the support for these features only in the new architecture. The previous React Native architecture was built on mutating the native trees, which doesn't allow React to prepare multiple versions of the same tree at the same time. Since the new architecture was built from the ground up, and with the concurrent rendering in mind, this is no longer an issue. To enable React 18 concurrency features in your app, don't forget to include both components of the new architecture, Fabric and Turbo modules. Bundles are everywhere, from streaming services to video games. Now, we are getting them even in our favorite framework for cross-platform development, as the team behind RN decided to bundle their JS engine, Hermes, alongside React Native. This step should solve the confusion around which version of Hermes to use for which version of RN. And besides solving the issue, it will also make using Hermes in RN more stable. Bundled Hermes, as they call it, is a new distribution model, and starting from version 0.69, every version of RN will be built alongside a Hermes version. A big advantage is definitely having a JS engine that is built and tested for a particular version. If you are an app developer, this change should not affect you directly. Let's briefly mention some other highlights. So RN is deprecating support for iOS or MTVOS SDK 11.0 and the version 12.4M Plus is now required and we get better support for M1 users developing for Android. A new .xcode.emv configuration file is added for more deterministically sourcing the node executable and React Native now uses the latest status bar API from Android 11. We also get support for C++17 and the new hotkeys enabled option in the iOS debug menu. RN team is currently working on better support of the new architecture by releasing a lot of materials, such as a detailed example of an app on GitHub and another one for libraries. Both of them have individual comments to help the developers migrate their apps and libraries with ACE. There is also, there is also a new guide in the making and available on the React Native website. Now that React 18 is out for quite some time, the team at Meta has given us an update on what they have been working on. It's not a roadmap with clear timelines, mind you, but a rundown of a couple of projects they are focusing on right now and that we can, potentially, look forward to seeing in future versions of React. 
As a side note, it comes with a promise of sharing more information about the upcoming stuff with the community to alleviate the pain of not knowing. So, thanks for that, and let's take a look at what the future might hold for this popular front-end JS library. Back in December of 2020, the team announced and showcased the first glimpse of server components. The work that needed to be done in order to make them work has been finished in React 18, along with change requests based on the feedback from the experimental usage. The blocker for making server components stable is making sure their semantics are the same across the React ecosystem, and React team is also working with Vercel and Shopify to unify the bundler's support in both Webpack and Vite. Next up is the conundrum of coordinating the loading of assets. The team makes a good point that loading assets using external systems can make it hard to coordinate across new environments. And when they say environments, they mean the likes of server components, streaming, and similar. So this is pretty interesting because they are looking at environments through the lens of React itself and want to focus on having APIs that will support loading these assets without blocking concurrent rendering and avoiding popcorning your layout. What about the optimizing stuff? Well, the React team thinks there is space for adding features that will improve the performance of dynamic server-side rendering where the content is cacheable. And do you remember React Forget? <laughs> An early preview of this compiler that automatically memoizes your code where you forgot was showcased back in 2021. Well, it has been rewritten recently and it should be more reliable and capable. React Forget will be able to analyze and optimize more complex patterns and, when released, will also ship with a playground that we can use to get the feel for it. Another cool new thing they want to address is showing and hiding content in your apps. So React's off-screen will introduce an option that lets you hide the UI visually and deprioritize its content, similar to content visibility option in CSS. React can defer the rendering in offset components until the rest of the app is done with its stuff or until the UI becomes visible again. There are a couple more things in the article, like a new version of the Tracing API and some new documentation coming to React Docs, so make sure to check the link below for more information. Deno has recently released version 1.23 that updates some Deno commands, supports TypeScript 4.7 and so much more, but they have shared another interesting piece of news with us as well. The Deno company has raised $21 million. The investment round was led by Sequoia Capital, with participation by Automatic and Netlify among many, many others. So what are they planning to do with it? Well, they want to build stuff. Apart from focusing on the runtime itself, they also want to keep pushing their serverless at edge system, Deno Deploy. And the results are in. I am of course talking about the 2022 Stack Overflow Developer Survey. There are tons of information on there and I have yet to parse all of it, but let's take a look at the highlights. As far as the learning goes, it seems we haven't uncovered anything groundbreaking. Respondents that are older than 45 are mostly learning from books, while the younger ones are preferring online resources. 
And as for the technologies, well, React.js is still the most wanted fifth year in a row, and Angular.js is still the most dreaded one. Phoenix, the Elixir framework, not the Arizona capital city, overtakes Svelte as the most beloved framework. Language-wise, Rust ties with Python as the most wanted technology, and TypeScript finishes with a close second spot. Please do check out the link website with the results because the data is indeed beautiful. Thanks for tuning in to Minified. If you like what I do, make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast and share it with your friends and colleagues. Catch you later.